Uh, D Mace, did you get a chance? Uh, we wanted to give you a chance to to finish your thought okay. on Mark Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, I was asking you basically since you were in that locker room and and one of the anonymous sources cited laziness and maybe some other things that he saw um, become commonplace with Mark Sanchez and basically uh, the lack of response from Rex Ryan and basically handling those things. Maybe it was the 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 quick amount of success that he he received and Mark Sanchez getting to two. Uh, AFC title games in back-to-back years. Did you see any of that ineptness? Did you see any of that laziness? Maybe bad habits developing? No, I didn't. Right. And you know, granted, I was only there, you know, five, four, or five games, um, but I didn't see uh, none of that from Mark Sanchez. The guy worked extremely hard, and uh, you know, he was the guy that wanted to succeed, but he just—it seems it just didn't work out the way he wanted it to, um, and. You know, it was very unfortunate. Um, but, you know, maybe people saw something different last year that they didn't see this year, mm. and that's why they made those comments. But, you know, like, like I said, if if you're going to make those comments, then be a man about it and, and, and put your name to it because I guarantee you right now you would, you would not um, uh, make those comments to Mark in his face because, mm-hmm. you know, just as well as you, he probably was playing bad, I guarantee you whoever said that was playing bad as well. Uh, because if they were not playing bad, their their record would be a lot better than what it was. So, you know, you can't blame one guy, even though, you know, the quarterback, you know, is that key guy in order to win a lot of games, but you just can't put it all on him. It's apparent that Joe Flacco has been listening to some of the criticism, uh, a guy that uh, threw to you for a couple years in Baltimore that, uh, you know, uh, he's taken some heat, and he came out uh, this week with the media and said, you know, the reason I'm not – uh, those elite quarterbacks is what he was referring to Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and those guys, they don't run the ball. And so it was kind of like he was defending himself. A good idea, bad idea for, for Joe Flacco to address uh, that because it comes off as he's listening to what everybody's saying about him. Um, you know, I, I can't say whether it was good or bad. Uh, you know, maybe the choice – you know, the, the reason he used probably wasn't, you know, the best reason in the world. That's what a lot of um, critics would probably say. But, you know, after a while, man, you, as a player, you, you're, you're human. And you get tired of the criticism as well. And, you know, you, you figure, man, look, look what I've done. I've done all of this work. You know, I've been to the playoffs four years in a row, one of probably only two or three quarterbacks, I believe, in the NFL that have done that the first four years. Um, I think you might be the only one, honestly. And I've won football games, and, and, and I pro- my progression from year one to year four has been, you know, fabulous. Um, after a while, you, you know, it starts to get to you a little bit, and you figure, what else do I need to do? I, I know that I hadn't won a Super Bowl yet, but what else, you know, besides a Super Bowl do I need to do to prove to everybody that, you know, I'm just as good as some of these other quarterbacks? Hey, Derek, my picks this year on the games would not make me a rich man in Vegas, but I am going to throw out a prediction this weekend about a about a road team that I thought was very, very convincing as a home team last weekend. And, no, it's not New Orleans. It's, in fact, the other team that begins with E, with a new, and that's the New York Giants. You know, in my opinion, man, the way that they're playing right now with uh, Brandon Jacobs really kind of stepping up, you know, bolstering that run game. Obviously, Victor Cruz is a weapon. I don't even need to say anything about Eli Manning. Uh, but we're talking about maybe the pass rush, a, hu- a healthy Justin Tuck, uh, JPP, uh, predicting basically another win for those guys. 
uh, and what issues that the Green Bay Packers have on defense, this, in my opinion, is is ripe for an upset. I mean, what are your thoughts about the NFC matchup between those two? Uh, you know, the, the, uh, I, I think that the Giants are the sleeper team here. And I think, honestly, the Giants are the best team at this point in the season because they have something that the other teams don't have. They, they are a complete football team. They have offense and defense and special teams. Mm. Okay, the offense, they don't have no defense. Um, the Green Bay Packers have the offense. Their defense is up and down. The, the San Francisco 49ers has a defense. Their offense struggle. The only team in the NFC right now that is a complete team is the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. And it started two week, two or three weeks ago when they started getting people healthy. Like you said, Tuck got healthy. Um, um, and Pierre, he's been playing good the whole season. I think UC's back, and, and he's playing very good. So, And now that running game is really going. And Victor Cruz just came out of nowhere. Him and you know, Manny Ham is playing well. So this team is probably the most complete team in the playoffs, period. I'm talking about AFC and NFC. This is probably the most complete team. And they're going to pose trouble uh, um, for the Green Bay Packers um, when they go down there this, year, um, um, this weekend. The New Orleans Saints have never won on the road outdoors. How do you think this is going to play out? They are the favorite out in the Bay Area against the 49ers. And when you talk about complete teams, you're right. I mean, the Giants and and the 49ers, I think, clearly have the best defenses left. I mean, Baltimore still, don't get me wrong, they're they're in that category. But if you look statistics, uh, the 49ers, especially against the run, are you surprised that the Saints are the favorite? Um, no, I'm not, because they're looking at it from a standpoint of, you know, offense. Can the, even though, you know, San Francisco has this vaunted um, defense, can their defense stop New Orleans' offense? And can, you know, New Orleans' defense is not good, but um, San Francisco's offense is not good either. So they figure, you know, like a lot of people figure if, San Francisco, if, if New Orleans get two stops, maybe three, then they're going to outscore the San Francisco 49ers because they don't have enough power on offense, scoring power on offense, to keep up with the New Orleans Saints. And this is not like a New Orleans Saints team that is going to a cold-weather team. They're not going to uh, Seattle as they did last year. It was raining and kind of cold. They're not going to Green Bay. They're going to the Bay Area where the weather's going to be nice. And they're not going to have to worry about you know, uh, cold weather and snow and all that other stuff. So I, I believe that's why, you know, a lot of people are picking the New Orleans Saints to, to win this game. And, and, and frankly, they've been playing the best on offense than anybody in, in NFL at this point in time. Hey, D-Mace, real quick before we get to the break, we got to let you go, buddy. Um, this last matchup on the AFC side, uh, matchup actually, uh, it's, it's round two of, uh, of Brady versus uh, Tim Tebow. And with all the things, all the hype that's going on, this, he got his first playoff win last weekend against a, uh, a strong Steelers defense. Uh, can Tim Tebow go up there and pull off the upset uh, in uh, in uh, Foxborough or Gillette? Uh, yeah, I think they can. They have to play flawless football the way they did against Pittsburgh. But the, the thing is this. Belichick is not going to play man-to-man defense like um, Pittsburgh did. I don't know why in the world Pittsburgh thought they can play man-to-man defense. Um, and, and, and beat the Denver Broncos because if one of those corners slip, it's a touchdown. If you play the wrong technique, it's the touchdown. My son could have threw that pass. Mm. And, and Ike Taylor played, he 
played the wrong technique. Outside outside leverage on an inside receiver running a post with no safety help. Come on, nobody does that. And Tim Tebow threw a great ball, and, and it was a great catch in the touchdown. Mm-hmm. You you know something about going to Foxborough and winning in the playoffs, don't you? Um, yeah. And the way they did it was running football, running football very effectively. The way we did it in Baltimore was running football. I think we ran for over 160 or 70 yards that, yep. that, that year against them. And, and that's what, you know, Denver is going to have to do. They're going to have to run the football and, and play tremendous defense against that high-scoring offense of the New England Patriots. Leave us with this. Where does Jeff Fisher land, your former coach? Um, after, after what I heard yesterday, um, I thought it was going to be the Rams, but after you know some of the stuff that's been going on, it's been said that neither team has offered them a contract. Uh, I don't know, but you know, I think if if, if I'm in Vegas and, and and I'm trying to put my put my bet down, I, I think it'll be the Rams um, because they have a franchise quarterback, they have a, a franchise running back, and you know that defense can be turned around. So um, I, I think you know he's he's. He's thinking that you know if you need if you, if you have to win in this league and and you want to go to a championship you got to have a guy at the quarterback position that's a franchise guy and Miami don't have that guy right now but St. Louis doing they prove he's proven that he can play at a high level in this league. Mm. But he does need receiver help there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, mm. he does. But you know, Justin Blackman, <laughs> Derek Mason, they can get Justin Blackman. And, and I think he'll fit very well with Sam Bradford. They got Mark Clayton, who was hurt last year. Um, he's coming back. So, you know, they got some weapons, but all their weapons this year were hurt. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was it was hard for Sam Bradford. So, What are you doing? What? How are you going to throw out D. Mace's name to go to, L, uh, to the Rams when we were talking about having him on the radio? <laughs> Did you notice he just glossed right over Jeez that? Louise. Exactly. I, I just glossed right over that. I, yeah. I, I, I have no, no <laughs> desire to go back and, and play it, okay? <laughs> Derek, right. always a pleasure. Yeah. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll do it again next Friday. All right. Thanks a lot, fellas. Right, we'll catch right, you. Be careful. That's Derek Mason. He just went right over that. Yeah, he did. Derek Mason. We just spent all this time trying to prep him up and get him over here to the station. You talk about going to the Rams. (laughs) He starts talking about Mark Clayton. Jeez (laughs) Louise.